Good morning, everyone. It has been a minute. I have tried recording this um, two times. I lost the first one, and then uh, I'm kind of scatterbrained, so it's not going very well, if we're being honest. But this is one I've been wanting to talk about um, for a few months now, actually. I just, again, I don't really script these out. Sometimes I'll try to do a little extra um, digging on Bible verses and stuff like that, but I don't really script them. So this is just as if I'm, you know, we were having coffee and talking. Um, we'll do a small recap uh, for if you're listening to this and don't know me personally. Um, my name's Erin. I am a single mom. Um, I'm a Christian. Um, I I decided to make some very unwise decisions, um, and one of them was have sex outside of marriage, and I ended up having a cute little munchkin um, because of it, um, and that's part of my story. Um, and that needs to be involved in this because if you don't know me personally and don't know that fact, then this won't really make sense, um, at least very clearly in the beginning, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, something that I have noticed from, excuse me, from the beginning was I got a few different responses when people, uh, found out when I was pregnant and find out I'm a single mom now. Um, it happened, it happened at both times and still is sometimes and, you know, is what it is, but I either get the people who are the Christians who are so excited that I didn't abort and, you know, they're just so happy and they're really supportive and very graceful and very loving, or, (laughs) um, I get the Christians who all they see All they're choosing to look at is the girl who made the mistake, who had sex outside of marriage, who messed up. That's all they see. And um, I would be lying if I had, if I said it hadn't affected um, my dating life. Uh, Dating in the Christian world as a single person without a kid is hard. Uh, Put a kid in the mix and (laughs) unfortunately it makes it harder. Um... It just, it is what it is. And I had talked to this one guy a long while ago, and things were really good. And he didn't have a problem with me having a kid. However, his parents were strongly displeased um, with me having a kid. I didn't even get a chance to meet him or the parents. It just ended up being, he's like, you know, I really value my parents' opinion. And even though I don't have a problem with it, uh, we just need to be friends. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, and it really sucked. And there's just been some people, that's all they see is when they find out, or even people, they'll start connecting dots. You can see it in their head. They're like, no husband, no boyfriend, no whatever, no wedding ring, although I do wear lots of rings, no wedding ring, she has a kid, and then they start connecting the dots 
um, and they get very disappointed or displeased, I guess you could say. Um, it's really hard when, from finding out, actually, before I found out I was going to have a kid, I actually was like, you know, I need to get back on track. I need to get my life straight. I need to go back to church. And I was going to. And then I found out I was pregnant. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's a huge wrench. <laughs> okay. Um, but from the beginning, like, I definitely have my spurts where I did not do well. I sucked. Um, but I've been trying to be the best mom I can to try and grow spiritually so I can help my son. Um, and I'm, I'm trying really hard to be better, to do better choices, to be the best mom I can be, to be the best godly mom I can be. And obviously I'm not perfect, so I still have a lot of growing to do. Um... So, it's sometimes really frustrating when people, A, don't give you a chance or to talk to you or ask actual questions. They just go off of what they see and what they think they know or part of what they know. Um, and it can be really hurtful because, you know, I'm trying really hard to be who God wants me to be and move forward with that. But a lot of times when people see I have a kid and they see I don't have a husband, they're like, they see him as a mistake or they see him as a um, evidence of my sinful choices. And, you know, I was talking to my mom trying to figure out how to word things and she said, he isn't proof of, you know, your, my failure. Seamus is the evidence of your decision to align with the Bible's position on the sanctity of life. His presence in the world today was determined by your obedience to what you know is right. And she said, um, you know, in Romans 8.28, God says it all comes together for his plan. And then in Romans 8.29, uh, the direct goal of that is to be more like Christ. Um... And a few weeks ago, Pastor was talking in his sermon about stuff, and we read a Bible scripture that I instantly thought of this whole deal. Because when I had been talking to my mom, right, I was like, you know, it's like whenever people see Seamus, they see him as the pro like a, the evidence that I did what I did, and that's all they see, which is very heartbreaking. I'm very blessed with a little sweetheart blonde-headed pop-tarts. Um, he came into my life when I was really gonna need um, a reason to stay on this earth. He just, his timing. Ooh. Sometimes I don't talk about that, but um, he's not the evidence. He is his own little blessing. Um, but I told my mom, I was like, you know, especially after that whole dating situation, I was like, you know, what if everyone's worst, you know, little finger 
quote-unquote thing. Worst sin was where everyone could see it, whether on their forehead, whether we had little cartoon balloons above our heads saying what our worst sin was. How much different would things be? How much more would we be offering grace and forgiveness and encouragement and trying to help each other through things instead of just being like, oh, this is their worst sin and view them as just that instead of the what they're trying to do whether they're trying to grow and change like how much different would that be because everyone um my pastor said everyone has a sin closet where we stuff all our worst sins in or just all our sins in general and we just stuff them in there and hide them whereas you know me Because of my decision, I ended up having a kid, which, you know, is a product of what that was. But he isn't a mistake himself, and he isn't evidence. It just kind of shows, but sometimes that's all people see. And when I read this passage, it made me think of that whole spiel I did with my mom. And it's in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and it's verse 9 through 11. And my reading is not always great, um, so bear with me. Um, But, know ye not, the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Um, Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor, nor idolaters. Oops, swift those idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, I can't say that word, (laughs) nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. And that is like the perfect verses for that. Because all of us have sinned. All of us have, you know, either had idols in our life, whether it be cars, whether it be a person, whether it be music, you know, tons of things can become idols. Fornicators, adulterers, um, you know, abusers or covetous or thieves or drunkards or extortioners. Like, we all have sinned in some way, shape, or form. But if we have asked Jesus to save us and to cleanse us and become his children of God, then we all have been washed. We all have been sanctified. We all are justified. And I love those words, just simply, and such were some of you. So small, but so impactful, especially relating to that topic. And I just wanted to share that, I guess, those thoughts. They might be jumbled. Obviously, my reading skills is not the best, uh, like I said. But, um, yeah. I hope you enjoyed this podcast even though it was kind of rambling. I hope you have a wonderful day, even though it's not Monday. We are on Friday, December 3rd, I think. My days are all mixed up, but I hope you have a wonderful day. And I hope this was a blessing or an interesting, (laughs) thought-provoking podcast. Bye-bye.